rejoicing in being with us. Amen. Let us pray. Father, I thank you. Every person tonight that's come here, open our eyes that we may see, ears that we may hear, and let us apply because you bless the doers of the word. Refocus our minds to a code of conduct that you want us to live as Christians. Bless the word. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. A little something different tonight um, instead of just preaching or teaching. Amen. Oh. I shared this a little bit before. Tonight we have a little bit inside. I have something for you to take home. It's called uh, the Christian Code of Conduct. How many would like to know how Christians should live? Amen. And there's a lot of negativism in the world and a lot of things that we need to change about the way that we speak. Now, this is not new, but I need to share this with you. Uh, we need to have a, a code of conduct to live by. And I would encourage you to put this on your refrigerator, put this in your car, put it in your mirror, in your bathroom, or make it a part of your devotions every day to speak this out. I'm going to give you handouts far more than the scriptures we will cover today for a Bible study. And uh, some of us have attitude that needs to change. Now, let's do this. Put your hand over here. See, some people have attitude. You got to get it right. Say, attitude that needs to change. And it starts with the words of our mouth. They have a what? Attitude. And if we live by the Christian code of conduct and profess it out of our mouth, we will see our behavior begin to line up. So I have a gift for you to take home. Amen? You can make it part. Now, I, I want to demonstrate something about your will. Okay, I need, I need, I need, a, oh, I need a body up here. It won't take long at all. Are you sure you want to come? Okay, come. Let me show you how your will is involved. I didn't have time to fill you in, but this will be easy. Praise the Lord. This is an act of your will. Now, Tom is up there, and Tom is leading worship, right? On the keyboard. And he says, let us worship a lot. Let's lift our hands and worship the Lord. You can do that, right? Lift your hands and worship. Let's lift them up. Give me that. Give me that. I'll hold it. Amen. Maybe you won't need it after tonight. Amen. Let's lift our hands. Turn around. Face the crowd. Let's lift our hands and worship the Lord, right? Now, but this is an act of your will. Some people do this. Let's lift our hands and worship the Lord. Okay, put your hands down. They, there is an act of their will, but they won't do it. Okay, now let me show you why it's an act of your will. Okay, because let's lift our hands and praise the Lord, everybody. Okay, but people do this. He ain't getting me with my hands. I'm not going to do that. I don't feel led to it. 
Now watch, put your hands down. If I come up behind her with a 38 revolver, and I say, lift your hands up or I'll blow your brains out. Put them up. Put your hands up. Put them up. Put them up. Put your hands up. They'll go up right away, won't they? If I'm going to put a gun behind her back, put your hands up, blow your brains out. Her hands are going to go, what? Right up. Everybody say amen. Thank you very much. Give a little clap off her. Amen. So, come here. Let me try it with you. Start worshiping the Lord. Hands down. Lift your hands and praise the Lord. But she won't do that. Put them down. Let's lift our hands and praise the Lord. She doesn't feel led. So she keeps them what? Down. Tom says, let's lift our hands and praise the Lord. She won't do it. She does it every time. But if she won't do it, and I say, as a robber, I say, lift your hands up or I'll blow your brains out. They're going right up. See, it's an act of your will. You choose not to obey. You choose not to line up. You sing about being a soldier. We talk about being a soldier in Christ. We sing songs, we dance, we jump. I'm a soldier in the army of God. But soldiers listen and obey. But we come up with things like, I don't feel led. Doesn't bear witness in my spirit. I don't have a peace about it. I'm going to go home and pray about it. We make up all this Christian stuff, Christian ease, instead of just simply obeying the Lord. This will work if you apply it to your life. All right, let's start. Let's look at this first and set the background for Hebrews. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10. You can fill in the blanks and you have some handouts to go home and study the Bible. A little different than teaching or preaching. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good to all men, especially to them who are of the household of faith. Let us do good to what? All men or all women, especially unto them who are of the household of of faith. Another one, to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Do good to all, but especially, I want you to do good to those of your brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, say Christian code of conduct. Say, I will. First scripture, First Peter 1, 22. I'm going to draw the keywords here. It's not on there. It's right here, Cheryl. Okay. It's not going to be up there. Got it. All right. First Peter 1 Peter 1.22. Seeing, it's right on your sheets, seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. There's two key words there to fill in the blanks. And those two key words are love fervently. Say it with me. Say love fervently. Love fervently. Say I will. I will. Love. Love. Fervently. Fervently. All right. Now that 
translates unconditionally, love fervently, keep on loving. Doesn't matter what they say or do, we're to respond in a loving manner. Does that make sense? If we're really going to be the Christians we're, we're calling ourselves. All right, in John 13, 34, he says, A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. How many of you have found that's a lifelong process where we learn to love like Jesus? Number two, Ephesians 4, 32. All right, if you look at your sheet under be kind to, and that's the fill in the blank. Be kind to. Read Ephesians 4.32. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Say, I will love fervently, be kind to. Next one, number three. All Hebrews right. 11, 26. All right, that next blank for number three is respect. Hebrews eleven twenty six, Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Say respect. We see it again in James chapter 2 and verse 1. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. Say, I will, I will. love fervently, love fervently. Be, kind be kind to, respect. respect. All right, number four. 1 Samuel 30 and 6. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. So that blank for number four is encourage. And Second Chronicles 35, 2 says, and he set the priests in their charges and encouraged them to the service of the house of the Lord. All right, say, I will love fervently, be kind to, respect, encourage. Number five, 1 John three seventeen. That next blank for number five is meet the needs of. But whoso hath this world's good and seeth his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? And then 
Number six. Say, meet the needs of. Say, I will love fervently, be kind to, respect, encourage, meet the needs of. Remember, it's an act of your will. I will do these things. Amen. Next one. Number six. Ecclesiastes 3.3. And that blank is build up. All right. Ecclesiastes 3.3. 3. Right here, baby. Okay. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. All right. Say, I will love fervently, be kind to, respect, encourage, meet the needs of, build up. Next one. Number seven is be sensitive to. In Romans 12, 15, it says rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. In other words, be sensitive to. Galatians 6, 1, 2, and 3. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, Lest thou also be tempted, bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Say, I will love fervently, be kind to, respect, encourage, meet the needs of, build up, be sensitive to. All right. Number eight. And that's Romans twelve, fifteen. That blank is prefer. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. Prefer. Say, I will love fervently, be kind to, respect, encourage, meet the needs of, build up, be sensitive to, prefer. And the next one is esteem Philippians 2 3 let nothing be done through strife or vainglory but in loneliness of mind let each esteem the other better than themselves esteem them better than yourself next one say I will love fervently be kind to respect encourage meet the needs of Build up, be sensitive to, prefer, esteem. Good. Number 10. Believe in. 1 Corinthians 13. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believe all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. The key words there is believe in. Say believe in. Say, I will love fervently, be kind to, 
respect, encourage, meet the needs of, build up, be sensitive to, prefer, esteem, believe in. And number 11, pray for. James 5, 16. Confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Pray for. Say, I will. To act if you will. This is the Christian code of conduct to live by. I will love fervently. Be kind to. Respect. Encourage. Meet the needs of. <clears throat> build up. Be sensitive to. Prefer. Esteem. Believe in. Pray for. Lift up. Number 12. Lift up. Ecclesiastes 4.10 For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. I will love fervently. Come on, say it with your heart. I, I will love fervently. I'll be kind to. I will respect. I will encourage. I will meet the needs of. I will build up. I will be sensitive to. I will prefer. I will esteem. I believe in. I'll pray for. I will lift up. I will provoke and motivate. Fill in the blank there. Is that next one, 13, motiva- is and motivate and, and provoke. provoke. Look at these two verses. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. Yes. Let us consider one another... To, prom- to provoke unto love and to good works. Hebrews 10.24 in the NLT says, let's think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Say motivate, provoke. Let's get this in our spirit. Say, I will love fervently, be kind to, respect, encourage, meet the needs of, build up, be sensitive to, prefer, esteem, believe in, pray for, lift up, provoke, motivate. Next one is edify. Say Number edify. 14, edify. Ephesians 4, 9. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 11 and 12, says, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. Mm. Let's say it again. The Christian code of conduct say, I will will. love fervently, be kind to, respect, Encourage, meet the needs of, build up, be sensitive to, prefer, esteem, believe in, pray for, lift up, motivate, provoke, edify, set above myself. Mm. Number 15 is set above myself. Romans 12.10, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. 
that translates set myself above that person. Philippians 2.3, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem the other better than themselves. Mm, mm, mm. Say it again, say, I will. I will. Love fervently, be kind to, respect, encourage, meet the needs of, build up, be sensitive to, prefer, esteem, believe in, pray for, lift up, provoke, motivate, edify, set above myself, be faithful to. Now, faithful and loyal are very close. There's a difference, but they're very close. So fill in the blank here. Faithful. Is faithful. Be faithful to. Number 16. 3 John 1 5 says, Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers. Faithfully. Be faithful. Amen. First Peter 5.17. The next one, 17, is honor. Honor. First Peter 2.17, honor all men. Love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Say, I will. Love fervently, be kind to, respect, encourage, meet the needs of, build up, be sensitive to, prefer, esteem, believe in, pray for, Lift up, provoke, motivate, edify, set above myself, be faithful to, honor. The next one, 18, is serve. Galatians 5.13. For brethren, you have been called to liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion of the flesh. But by love, serve one another. I will. Love fervently. Be kind to. Respect, encourage, meet the needs of, build up, be sensitive to, prefer, esteem, believe in, pray for, lift up, provoke and motivate, edify, set above myself, be faithful to, honor, serve. Number 19, forgive. Mm. Matthew eighteen twenty one and 22. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Until seven times? Jesus said, I say not unto thee seven times, but until seventy times seven. Forgiveness. This, I want to take a little bit of time on. Um, I grew up in a Bible school. I spent three years in a Baptist Bible school. You spoke in tongues, you drove the devil. And I spent three years in a Pentecostal Bible school at the same time. We went to school together. And um, both schools, except for one semester you lagged behind. Amen? You caught up. And uh, I was taught that there was only one sin that would not allow you to go to heaven. It was unforgivable. And that was what? The blaspheme of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Uh, but I, one day I'm reading the scriptures, and I've shared this before, but let me show you how important forgiveness is. In the book of Matthew, 
Because we can carry a lot of unforgiveness. Well, I don't have any unforgiveness. How about resentment? How about bitterness? These are different words for the same thing. They're fruits from the same tree. It starts with an offense. If you don't deal with the offense, it grows. Amen? To unforgiveness. Grows into resentment. And then it grows into what's called a root of bitterness. And defiles, defiles the temple of God. And the Bible says in Hebrews, it becomes, the Hebrew word is rot. Rot in your spirit. It defiles the temple of God and you will miss the grace of God. So one day I'm reading and the Holy Spirit takes me to a familiar passage of scripture. I know this isn't planned, but I think this is important. God's impressed it upon my spirit tonight just to share the importance of Matthew. Let's talk about forgiveness when Jesus is talking about it. He says, it's a term that goes this way. If you forgive your brother their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you yours. But if you don't forgive, he will forgive you of your sins. Now, the King James Version uses the word trespass. Uh, do you have the scripture on the, on the screen? Okay. You need to look at this and take a strong look at this. Okay. Hebrew, uh, Matthew chapter. Who's got the scripture for me? Come on, help me, preachers. 6, 9 or 9, 6? 14 and 15. Here it is. Forgiveness. It's a reversal. Look it up. Matthew 6, 14 and 15. Unforgiveness. And simple, not hard to see. He's talking to his disciples. And they ask him, Lord, teach us to pray. He's not talking to the Pharisees at this time. You read just a little bit before the verses before. He's talking to his children. And he says, it's very, very important as I teach on the principles of prayer. Matthew 6, 14. Would you read it out, 14 and 15? It says, but if, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. If you forgive men their sins or trespasses, trespasses is sin, your heavenly Father for if you forgive men, go back. Their trespasses. If you forgive men their trespasses or sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Now leave that up there. If you choose not to forgive based on your resentment or bitterness, it wasn't right what they did. It's not fair. I'm not going to forgive that person. I'll take that to the day I die to my grave. I will not forgive them for the way they treated me. 
You can be born again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, water-baptized, uh, server, tither, every, everything. It says if you don't forgive, your heavenly Father won't forgive you your trespasses. So let me ask you this question. If your heavenly Father will not forgive you of your trespasses or sins, how are you going to get to heaven? Hello, boy, it's getting quiet in here. I said, if your father won't forgive you, put it back up and let them look at this and meditate. If you won't forgive, your father won't forgive. If your father won't forgive you of your sins, but I'm born again. I'm in a profession of Christ. He's the Lord of my life. He's not talking to heathen here. He's not talking to the Gentiles in the Bible. You read the verses before it. He's talking to his disciples. Teach me to pray. If you won't forgive because you've been hurt or wounded or scarred, I don't care if you, you dance up and down the aisles, speak in tongues. It don't matter. If you won't forgive, he won't forgive. And if he won't forgive, I ask you the simple question, how do you get into heaven if he won't forgive? Not that hard. You don't need to go to Bible school to figure that one out. That's the importance of forgiveness in our lives. Forgiveness towards others. Forgiveness towards God. Some of us are angry at God. And forgiveness towards self. Sometimes we have to forgive ourselves. We have to forgive God. We have to forgive others. Amen? But we should be quick to forgive. When I get offended, I'm quick to forgive. Lord, I, I forgive that person. Even if I don't mean it, I speak it out. And let God deal with my heart. Lord, I choose to forgive so-and-so for offending me. And I still can't stand him, but I, Lord, I choose to forgive. You speak it out. It's very important that you get this right about forgiveness. Everybody say amen. amen. This is a code of conduct as Christians of how we're supposed to live. Let's try it again. Say, I will. I will. Love fervently. Love fervently. Be, kind Be kind to. Respect. Respect. Encourage. Encourage. Meet the needs of. Need. Build up. Build. Be sensitive to. Prefer, esteem, believe in, pray for, lift up, provoke, motivate, edify, set above myself, be faithful to, honor, serve, forgive. And the last one is a really neat scripture. Please turn with me. Nehemiah 4.14. Nehemiah 4.14. The blanks are fight for my brethren. He says in Nehemiah, and I looked and rose up and said to the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and fearsome and fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives and your houses. Fight. Fight. Say fight. fight. Say I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. In God's kingdom. In God's Fight for your brethren. Fight for your children. Fight for your sons and your daughters. Fight for other brothers and sisters that are going through things. Fight in prayer. Come on now. Fight. 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 Speak it out. Get involved in the spiritual warfare that's involved. Fight for your brothers. Well, like, you know, some of us, all we can do is barely get to church. And that we do maybe a couple times a month. Amen? We, we, we have to, we're soldiers. We have to Buffet the flesh. We have to live by this code of conduct. 
you know, there ain't nothing plague coming near my house. There ain't no coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. There ain't no cronies coming near my house. Amen. I get up and I fight for my house every morning. I plead the blood over my house. What a way to start the morning. Say, I'm a warrior in Christ. Let's try it again. Say, Christian code of conduct. Pass these out real quick if you would distribute these. And the last verse, Cheryl, would you share? Up on the screen. Philippians 1, 6. I want you to take these verses. I know this wasn't a typical sermon like we usually do. It's something different tonight. And I've shared this part of this, most of this before. Listen to this about worry. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. As Christians... I think you've heard us say over and over again, we have to be the church. It's not about a building. In fact, the building can become cumbersome, right? It's about being Christ to people. And here, he tells us in Philippians 1.6, be confident that when you give your heart to Jesus, you become his. He owns you. He owns your time. He owns your talents. He owns your giftings. He owns you. We forget that. We think we handle it ourselves. But when we are owned by him and we are being Christ, then be confident that he which hath begun a good work is going to complete it. In other words, you're a lifelong process. And that process doesn't end till the day you take your last breath on the earth. And then you so want him to say as you stand at his feet, when you arrive at the gates, Lord, I want to hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. You did it. You completed the process. You were me on the face of the earth. How many of you hear what I'm saying? We have to think about this. We have to think about this code of conduct. We have to think about what are some practical ways, for example, that I can love fervently. How can you love fervently? How about the next time your neighbor's coming out of the house and is upset with your kid for throwing something on his lawn? Love fervently. Somebody, you're driving down the road and somebody cuts you off. Love them. How do you be kind to somebody? The ones that you're kind to are kind back. But I'm talking about how do you be kind to somebody? So they are... Not real happy when you get to the counter and you're dealing with a cashier or a waitress or whatever. How do you just be kind to them? Hey, I'm going to pray for you. It looks like you're having a bad day. And then leave her a decent tip, no matter how she treated you. How do you respect people? 
How are we to encourage people? How can you encourage somebody? Well, I can't even hardly get myself out of bed in the morning. How do you expect me to encourage somebody else? If you say you are Christ, if you belong to Jesus, you don't have a choice. Encourage. How do you meet the needs of someone? Now when you see them coming, you run in the other direction. How do you help meet their needs? You don't have to meet the entire need. Bishop often talks about when we're driving and coming up the ramp near the expressway and you're about to get on the ramp or whatever and there's those little folks going holding their sign, I will work for pay. And you know they're not going to do anything for pay. But how can you help meet their need? Maybe it's put a couple of bucks outside the window with a little track. Hello? How do you build somebody up? Maybe they got a promotion or they got a job that you wanted. Maybe you didn't get it. Can you build them up? Man, that's awesome. Because the reality is maybe they got that job, but it wasn't what God had for you. So we're not to be jealous of one another. We're to encourage and build them up. How about be sensitive to? Be sensitive. How about feeling someone's pain? How do we prefer people? How do we esteem them? And that one that talks about setting are setting them above ourselves. We live in a society that always talks about me. I'm number one. What's in it for me? So there's a lot of pressure to succeed and be number one. But the Bible we live by, the code of conduct, says we're to esteem someone else higher than us. How many of you are getting your thoughts stirred up right now? How about how do you believe in? Believe in the word when everything that day is going contrary. How do you believe when God says, I'm there for you, and you feel so alone? You know, Bishop uh, was preaching the one week, and he said, uh, say this every day, I trust you, Jesus. No matter what you're going through, I trust you, Jesus. And I just, while we were in Japan, our plane was landing in Japan. And I usually don't get any reactions to planes coming, going into the air or landing. I'm usually really good with that. But this plane, this pilot about hit the land like I thought half of the plane cracked off. And when he hit the bottom, you know, he hit the land with it, I just yelled, I trust you, Jesus. And people around were like, yeah. How many of you hear what I'm saying? How do you pray for people? Do you pray for people? Don't tell them you're going to pray and then you don't. How do you lift someone up? How do you motivate them, provoke them to do something for God? We live in a time where 
the days of everybody volunteering to help out, those days are not in existence. So you got to go motivate them. Go up to people and say, hey, why don't you come evangelizing with us Saturday? We have an awesome time. Go up to people and motivate them. Provoke them. And how about edifying? Being faithful to. How do you honor someone? Think about it. Serving. This house is pretty good about serving. We're very proud of Evangel because it's a full of, of people who want to serve. But think of ways that you can serve. How do you forgive people? Bishop spent a little time on that one. It's easy to forgive people that forgive you back. It's easy to forgive people when it really didn't matter to you. But how about when it really hurts and it really matters? And fighting for our brethren. Oh, somebody will do it. Somebody will fight for him. Somebody will fight for her. You be the one to fight for them mm -hmm. in prayer. Put that back up on Nehemiah, that last scripture. Please. Nehemiah 4.14. Nehemiah 4.14. If you can get that in, I'd appreciate it. And I looked and rose up and said to the nobles and to the rulers and the rest of the people, be not afraid of them. I'm not afraid of the coronavirus. Amen. I'm not afraid of the things that I face. Fear not. How many times over and over and over in the Bible? Fear not. 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 Ahead, Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible. Remember the Lord who is greater. Remember the Lord who is great and terrible. And fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, and your wives. And your houses. Fight for those in the household of faith. Fight for your very house. Let me tell you how to start. Stand to your feet. Pick up your Christian code of conduct. Let's get this in our hearts. You may want to put this on your refrigerator, in your bathroom, in your car, or say Christian code of conduct. Say, I'm a warrior, I'm a warrior in, God's kingdom. in God's kingdom. Say, I will, I will love, fervently, love fervently, be kind to, be kind to respect, respect, encourage, encourage meet, the needs of, meet the needs of, build up, build up be, sensitive to, be sensitive to, prefer, prefer esteem, esteem, believe in, believe in pray, for, pray for, lift up, lift up provoke, provoke, motivate, motivate edify, edify, set above myself, set above myself be faithful to, faithful to honor, honor, serve, serve. Forgive, Forgive and fight for my brethren. And fight for my brethren. Now you're ready to pray. What a way to start the day off. Build yourself up. Encourage yourself first. Then go to prayer. I thought this was quite interesting. My wife shared this with me the other day. She found this on Facebook. Worry 
is a conversation you have with yourself about things you cannot change. Prayer is a conversation you have with God about things only he can change. Take this home. Keep it before you. Some may use this to start off your prayer time with God throughout the day. And get that thinking. Keep this before you. Get that thinking over into a positive affirmation. This is an act of your will. You choose every morning to profess this or not. You're the mouth. This is the year of the mouth. Tell them the Jewish calendar is the, the year Jewish of the mouth. calendar, 5780, I keep saying it all the time. You're to decree a thing. It's the year of the mouth, the decade of the mouth. So you're, you're to decree. You're to call things as, they, uh, as though they are, are, even if they're not. So you decree your Christian code of conduct over yourself. Say, I will, and go on. And then you begin to decree that word, whatever word God gives you. Go to your scriptures. We've got those booklets. If you didn't get one, they're all word. And they're in first person. I will. I do. I believe. And you decree the word. God hears the word. The enemy hates the word and has to bow to the word. You have the power to turn this year around for God's glory and be the Christian he's called us yes. to be. Amen? You've got to get your perspective yep. and your mindset yep. and get rid of the what? Attitude. Come on, come on. Put it over here. Say, attitude. Someone's got bad attitudes. That's Ready? It. Come on, put your hand. Say, attitude. attitude. Our attitudes need to change about life, about our mates, about the situation. We have bad what? Attitudes. That needs to change. And if we get into the positive side of the word in our struggles, man, if you profess that every morning and then get into prayer, boy, you'll be up on top. Speak it out. You know words. Sunday night crowd, you know what the power of words. You know the creative force of words. Power. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. If you profess it out and get it out, and get it in your spirit and your heart, you'll see a difference I promise you, in your life, your actions, and you'll become that warrior of a greater level and a greater anointing. You know, God puts up with a lot of things in our lives when we're first born again and saved. We whine, we cry, oh God, I'm going through this, oh Lord, in prayer. But after a while, we have to grow up in God mm-hmm. and walk in the promises of God and walk in his faithfulness and walk in his word. He will complete that which he's begun. Just got to ask him to change you. It's a will. It's not just about your life either. We're to decree a thing over our nation, mm-hmm. over our cities, over our neighborhoods. Instead of, it just amazes me on Facebook, the Christians that say every evil thing about every political figure and government figure and this and that. It's like we're called to be Christians and pray. And we're to decree a thing. 
If you don't like something in your community, decree it different in prayer. Do the warfare on your face before you do it talking all over the place about it. How many of you hear what I'm saying? We're to decree this year. We're to be Christians. And true Christians don't rip and tear at people and each other and the government and this and that. They're to be praying and they're to use wisdom. Jesus never said one more word than the Father told him. Wow, it would be a quiet place to live. Honey, I want you to love me fervently. I want you to be kind to me. I want you to esteem me. I want you to respect me. I want you to meet my needs. I want you to build me up. Amen. I want you to esteem me and edify me. Praise the Lord. Everybody say amen. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> All right. Thank you for time. You got something for we can um, charge with. If you were not here this morning, but you'd like one of the renunciation sheets, we have those too. And we broke junk off of all of our bloodlines this morning, so you can get the CD. And then you can get these renunciation sheets. Powerful. If you did not get the booklet. Oh, that too. Uh, see me after church. I'll give it to you free. It's a booklet um, of just the word of God personalized in the first person. It's a small, little thin little booklet. Something you can use. These are just tools to help you. Amen. We will give it to you. To see me or my wife after service. Are we ready? Tom, what do you have for us? How about the one you did this morning? The one you wrote. We're warriors. Fight. Amen. All right. One last time. The time's going to take us up in worship. Join us for some bottled water and cookies. Amen. Afterwards, a time of fellowship. Altars are open for prayer. If you need prayer, don't walk out of here. We're here to pray for you. If you came late and you have your tithes or offerings or a special seed, place it in the baskets up here. We'd appreciate it. But I want to make it clear. You do not need a seed to get prayer. Amen? If you need prayer, you don't have a seat, you come, we'll pray for you. Amen? Let's say it again. Say, Christian Code of Conduct. Christian Code of Conduct. Say, I am a warrior. I am a warrior. In God's kingdom. I will. I will. I will. An act of my will. I will love fervently. Be kind to. Respect. Encourage. Meet the needs of. Build up. Be sensitive to. Prefer. Esteem. Believe in, pray for, lift up, provoke, motivate, edify, set above myself, be faithful to, honor, serve, forgive, and fight for my brethren. I am a warrior in God's kingdom. Come on, give a little clap offering.